Hello and welcome to the Points of Brew podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Points of Brew podcast with me, Stephen Carter. And this week we've got a first and hopefully allowing technology, um, both internet and the uh, the app to record allows as well. I've got two people with me this week, both from Padstow Brewing Company. I've got Simon and George. How are you doing, guys? You okay? Living the dream. Yeah, really good. Really good. Good, good. Fantastic. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you both for joining me, guys. It's it's a pleasure to have you on. It's good to have a check. So I know you've um, done a couple of bits and bobs around on, on Instagram with Virtual Pub Club and a, another podcast as well. So I appreciate you coming on. So it's uh, it's great to uh, get you both on and have a chat. So uh, what's uh, what's the weather down there like? Do I Dare I ask? Dare I inquire as to how nice it is down there? It's glorious. It's absolutely yeah. glorious. <laughs> it is. It really is. It's stunning. It's, it is. Uh, it is so so good. I kind of wish I was yeah. still on. You know, I wish I was like furlough or something. <laughs> so yeah. I enjoy it a bit more. <laughs> yeah. But there you are, stuck stuck brewing beer, yeah. eh? Yeah, I know. Poor me. Yeah, I know. It's it's a hard life, but someone's got to do it, eh? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Well, it's. I must admit, it's it's nice up here, but I I would much I much rather be down there. Any any day of the week. I mean, I'd be rather down there if it was heaving it down. Let alone what probably about twenty five, twenty six or something at the moment. So, but yeah, it's um, yeah, I'd rather be down there. So, uh, how's it been at the? Uh, I, I see you guys have potentially been a bit busy today. Have you uh, been cracking on canning something today? Is that right? Yeah, we've been canning two new ones today. Uh, well, one new one, one old one returning. Uh, Pocket Rocket, the latest batch, uh, has been canned today. It's probably still being canned right now. Um, we got a new lager with the Fisherman's Mission, um, which is a charity. Simon, you probably know more about that than me, really. Yeah, we brewed a we brewed a lager. Um, <clears throat> actually, it's one of the few beers I think which would have benefited from recent events because uh, obviously it, we had to push the packaging back. Uh, mm. But because it's a lager, obviously it's had more time more time to lager. So yeah, so it's it's tasting absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, so it's it's brewed to support the Fisherman's Mission, which is a, a charity who uh, who basically look after the welfare of fishermen all all across the country. Mm. Um, it's something that we were thinking about doing anyway, and then obviously with recent events, uh, as you can imagine, the fishing industry is taking a hit like everything else. So yeah, so there's no better time to 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 be supporting um to be supporting local fishermen. So yeah, so we're really excited that we've been able to actually manage to get the beer out. So hopefully that will be out very soon mm. no fantastic and like you say oh go on sorry i was gonna say just follow our um you know socials and that for for when it's not released yet but uh so you got a sneak peek there but um yeah it should be out pretty soon yeah we, we, we heard it here first mm, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, exclusive points yeah. of room yeah yeah i'll, I'll make sure i put that in the, put that in the tagline yeah, yeah. put that in there <laughs> Exclusive yeah. secret new beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, it's especially for you guys as well. You know, in terms of everyone has been having a sort of a, a shift to to support local, but for you guys in particular, being where you are, kind of in Padstow, which is just pretty much a fishing town and fishing village, really. Mm. You know, to to have that all widened down, and and particularly Cornwall to have its its big sort of footfall in trade from from tourism as well. It's it's just taken a massive hit down there at the moment, hasn't it? Yeah, it, it's it's pretty scary, and, and the thing about Cornwall is is there's loads of like small businesses. You know, obviously mm. a lot of fishermen are are self employed, but you know a lot of the little kind of tourist cafes and and shops and hotels and B and Bs. You know, it, it's all it's all self employed or small businesses who yeah are completely dependent on that on that tourism. And obviously at the moment there's a good reason for for tourism not not happening, but mm. but that doesn't really uh, dilute the economic impact. So. So yeah, yeah, anything that we can do to support uh, local businesses is great. And and we've actually been doing a bit of work on our, when we've been kind of doing our online shop and and that we've been, we've been putting together like boxes. So rather than just selling people beer, we've been doing like tasting boxes, tasting room boxes, uh, which is the name of our bar in, in Padstow. Um, And we've been trying to involve like small businesses. We did one for the bank holiday weekend that had, um, had sticky toffee pudding in it from a local, uh, local chef and i think some charcuterie as well from a local a local company so yeah so it's interesting to see the way that the kind of landscape is changing Mm. trying to support each other 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's great that you're managing to continue that support of, of local businesses as you would normally via the, the, the tasting room, as you would if you were opening and, you know, fully functional as you can. And then, you know, helping them as much as you can do at the moment, I suppose, isn't it? So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's great that that's happening. So we are saying that... Um, that the canning is probably going ahead with with pocket rocket then have you kind of both of you just abandoned duties to come and do this then or is have you both already finished for the day or we well, were in early um, <laughs> yeah we were in early exactly that's it um we, 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 well normally me being the uh the mug of the brewery i have to do the canning um <laughs> but luckily uh the owners des and karen have offered to do the canning for us um so i've been building a cask washer in the sun um and yeah we we got an early set the beers up and they're probably i think they're probably almost finished now i suspect um if they haven't finished already but we uh we grabbed some underfills and we we left them to it (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm drinking pocket rocket in my garden while they're probably still canning unfortunately and anyway yeah i was gonna say i know where i'd rather be to be fair you know so yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah and uh how's how's the cleaning the build of the cleaning machine going it's good. I, I, I'm not much of a DIY man personally, but um, I'm kind of learning. Yeah. <laughs> um, I cut myself, which is which is good. Normally, when I do a DIY project, I normally end up gashing my fingers or, or you know, like splitting my knuckle or something. Mm. So that can happen. So it you know could could turn out well. I'm about I'm about sixty percent of the way through the project, so we shall have to find out next week. Yeah, just watch this space for now. Well, yeah, we'll check out Pasto for our brand new pilot cast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that on the Instagram page. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's good content. <laughs> yeah, I can say, don't, don't do too good a job. You might have people wanting to, you know, knock one up for, you, for them as well at some point. Well, so. You could do a little video, George, like build your own car. Probably. Feature. You could do, like... Yeah, I mean, I'm so inefficient at DIY and it takes yeah. me so bloody long. You know, the, the, it wouldn't be financially viable for me to make them for other people. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so Simon then do you um, obviously being general manager you take a more of a, a hands off approach then, or do you still get hands on involved with the doings of, of what goes on because I believe you kind of started doing that didn't you you started mucking in and then kind of worked your way up so do you do you still get involved where you can or yeah yeah I mean I still muck in I mean like any small business you can't there's no kind of sitting in your in your lofty tower and watching people do all the work so yeah, and obviously at the moment, you know, we're running a, a kind of reduced staff, so even more so. Um, we spent the last week moving offices, so I've just been moving stuff and cleaning and <laughs> stuff for a week. So yeah, so no, definitely, there's yeah. no, there's no kind of sitting on a tower, um, which is good because it keeps you involved in all, in all kind of levels and and bits of the business. Keep, keeps you grounded. Um, absolutely, <laughs> and and you, and yeah, it's important that you know what's what's going on and how much work it all requires and because brewing brewing and packaging on the sort of scale that we are it's all very hands-on you know there's not a lot yeah. of machinery it's not a question of pressing a button and sitting down with your feet up um mm. you, you press a button then immediately have to do something so uh so yeah, yeah. No, it's good i like i like to be involved it's it's, it's good yeah yeah no, I suppose it keeps you both active, but then I suppose it gives you a, a better understanding of, of what's going on day to day and then obviously it gives you a better better approach to an overview of the business, I suppose, doesn't it, in terms of what, what needs needs to happen, what you what you need to do and that sort of thing, rather than I suppose just leaving just leaving George to it to himself, I suppose, all the time. Yeah, I mean obviously I like to leave George to it, uh, as much as I can, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not always possible. But I'm- Composite, and I need guiding. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Keep him on the I'm reins not... and guide him through. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not graced with uh with height, so I often need help if I'm doing kegging or something. Quite, stacking the cask, so I can physically reach. Um. So there is that. <laughs> you need a helping hand every now and again, or a stool. <laughs> Everybody needs help. <laughs> Team, it's a team. It's a team. Yeah, right? it is. Um, that's good. That's good. So I suppose the kind of the immediate thing to really to talk about there is, like you say, with with what's happened with sort of staffing and obviously the the whole COVID situation then and and what have you is of of you said you moved offices and is that was that kind of a necessity of that or is that just something that you were already doing then and have you kind of had to utilise your space a bit more in terms of 
there's part of offices that are now storage for cans or bottles and things like that in terms of how, how have you sort of adapted the brewery to, to the current situation then? Yeah, I mean, we we um, we came into the year with very different plans. I'm sure, like, I'm sure, any brewery you speak to will be like, "Yeah, I had these plans for 2020, and now I have different plans mm. for 2020." <laughs> um, and yeah, we we our, our plan going into the year were, was was we were looking to expand and potentially move to a new site um, to increase capacity and and you know potentially open a bigger tap room and. and <clears throat> excuse me all the things that you want to do and then obviously recent events have, have changed that route somewhat so uh we've been doing a little bit of uh i guess condensing of our operation not mm. not dramatically but a little bit which is why we've been moving uh moving offices and obviously trying to make everything as efficient as possible yeah um but the good news actually is that we're going to be uh we're, we're installing a, a nano kit next week aren't we george we are we're installing a one barrel kit um and we're going to be doing loads of experimental stuff on that lots of trials for for collabs and bits and bobs um so there should be quite a few kind of exclusive limited release stuff coming from us fairly soon fantastic considering i know we can work out how to use it um, (laughs) we've got got all of next week we've got every faith george yeah we've got all the next week to uh set it up and have a little play around with it and is it you that's charged with installing it then, George? Or... Uh, unfortunately, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'll, I'll help. I'll yeah. help you lift things. Simon will, <laughs> Simon will help me, yeah, help me lift things out of my height. Yeah. I'll make you cups of tea. I provide a but no, it's, it's actually, <laughs> but no, it's actually really exciting because we've been doing, like the last couple of years, we've been doing loads of different brews. Mm. Um, some of them fairly experimental with different fruits and and we did a goza with uh, with Cornish seaweed, and you know, so actually having this opportunity, which we weren't expecting, but uh, to to do lots more kind of experimental brews, and obviously when you're brewing on a smaller scale, you can afford to be a little bit more uh, maybe risky mm. in terms of your kind of ingredient choices, and you know, you might you might do you 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 you're going to be able to do things that you wouldn't necessarily want to do on a on a 10 barrel kit yeah that uh, obviously that's that's the best thing about it because up until now we haven't had a pilot kit yeah and everything we do in can we kind of build the recipe and then we brew it there's no practice run so you never know exactly how it's going to turn out i mean you know you can have a rough prediction of, of what goes in what will come out but our kit um is pretty kind of geared towards more traditional cask kind of things you know it, it, it's mm-hmm. quite an old style kit it's you know it, it's great but, but but sometimes things can be a little bit unpredictable with that yeah. kit it's not as predictable as a kind of turnkey flash brew house so there's always an element of you know surprise on on the actual brew day um so actually you know being able to trial things to kind of nail them before we scale them up is 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 is, is really kind of the my my kind of well what i look forward to most of all i would say yeah 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 i was going to say because from from my experience of padstow from from coming down to call for quite a few years is that traditionally padstow was more sort of brown bottle as opposed to beers in a can sort of thing so is that the the restricting factor that has kind of played into that then is obviously the size of the kit and the production that you've been brewing on previously that's kind of stopped you from maybe doing things that are a bit more crafty or experimental and, and putting into can but now obviously you, you're doing that is that is that what's kind of opened the door to, to allow you to, to do that then um well i mean we've we've always had the same kit it's it's kind of me and simon have only been there three years now so it's kind of we started doing the cans when me and simon kind of started yeah so it's it's not as much about the kit. It's more about you know kind of us coming in and giving some new ideas mm. um, to the brew. You know we, we we still do with the bottles. We still yeah. do the casks and stuff like that because that is you know that that was the the core of our business for a long time and that was the kind of brewery we are. But we definitely pride ourselves on being a brewery that is willing to experiment and kind of crossover styles. We don't want to just say we bre- we only brew casks. We only mm-hmm. brew bottles. You know we want to kind of try as much as we possibly can. And yeah, this this new kit will allow us to to, to do that more. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. And and the um the, the goes that you mentioned there, Simon, is is what I'm I'm drinking now as it happens because I was you know I got the the I four beers know. that that got sent out. So so thanks again for for sending those out. But that you know to to have a beer that's got seaweed in it that you know you guys have gone out and and picked yourself it, it doesn't really get much more craft beer than that, does it? Really, when you've gone out and and picked all the the or some of the ingredients yourself, does it? Yeah, it was it was great. I mean, you know, George had this idea about about doing a goza, um, and and we were talking about yeah, where you know where do we get the where do we get the salt from? And it was pretty obvious mm. when you can see the sea from the brewery <laughs> that, that we should we should get it from the sea. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was it was fun, you know, dragging it out of the water, and then we kind of got to the brewery the next day, and we were like, got loads of seaweed. <laughs> so, that was a hell of a good day, wasn't it? We we finished early. Yeah. We went down to Travone and we parked up at the Well Park Hotel, which is the pub there. And we got in our wetsuits, me, Simon, and uh, a chap called Fraser who was with us. And we went down and we just spent the afternoon picking like like seaweed from, from rock pools and from the sea mm. whilst getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> so we pissed it about in the sea and then we went to the pub afterwards. So yeah. that's, that's probably probably one of the best days of work I'll ever have. Yeah, it doesn't really get much more relaxed or fun than that, no. I suppose, does it really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was and, glorious and sunshine. Made, yeah. And the beer the beer tastes great. So Yeah. Uh, we've uh, we did it right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think you've definitely done a great job. I mean, you know, for gooseberry and seaweed, you know, it's kind of a an odd combo, but bizarrely it kind of works. You know, it's I'm I'm really enjoying it, you know, and the hops that I use it looking at it, the, the hops in there are hops that I've never heard of before. So what was the kind of the, the inspiration for the for the hops in going into the beer? I think it was more not wanting to take the limelight. Mm. You know, choosing more subtle hops, uh kind of lesser quantities because the beer was all about the gooseberry, the coriander and the seaweed. Yeah. So we just wanted a little bit of spice right at the uh, right at the back. Um I haven't got a can on me, so I can't remember the exact hops in it. And I think was it, is it Willamette? Willamette's in there. Um, looks like it's Hallertau Blanc. Oh, Hallertau Blanc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a, it's a German hop. Um, mm. So it's quite kind of floral. Um, yeah, we went with the more traditional kind of hops instead of using fresh, you know, American varieties and stuff mm. like that. We, you know, it's, the beer is not about that. We don't want to yeah. make this beer and then dry hop the hell out of it mm. and kind of lose the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't want it kind of. It kind of defeats the purpose of having those ingredients in there in the first place. If you're going to chuck a load of sort of citra and mosaic and simco in there, that's just going to completely uh, yeah. overpower it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, make an IPA or a pale ale if you're going to, if you're going to do that. That's yeah, that's, that's kind of my opinion. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, and certainly on a on a day like today, it's it's a perfect beer for for a summer's day for sure. Yeah, it's it's a really nice beer. Um, it's we. I actually went to a friend of mine in Rock, um, a chap called Will Vicks. He's got a company called Source Drinks. And uh, he said to me, come around and bring some bring some beers and we'll, we'll, we'll make some beer cocktails. Mm. I thought, why not? Um, and I went around and I, I, I took one of the goes and he popped it and he tasted it and immediately just ran inside. And then uh, he was gone a couple of minutes and he came back with gherkins and pickles. Yeah. Um, and he made a cocktail with the goes, tequila, and then gherkin and pickle brine. And that sounds horrible, <laughs> I think. But it was actually so, so good. It works so well. You just you just wouldn't predict it, but it was, you know, it's it's such an unusual beer that you can do that kind of thing with it. It it makes me wonder what made his mind go straight to gherkins. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, he he just sprinted off and came back with some gherkins. But yeah. but it but it was the the flavour, if you've got any gherkins at home, give it a go. Get a cannon, get some gherkins and some tequila, and and you'll see what I mean. I mean it does work. We, we've we've suddenly turned this into a mixology podcast. Yeah. I think <laughs> say, you, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's another it's another exclusive here. It's a, it's a Padstow exclusive yeah. on both uh, upcoming beers and um, <laughs> how best to enjoy Padstow beers, which is probably not what people expected. <laughs> no. I mean, it's you know, it's but that, but that's the joy of having a beer that isn't you know kind of yeah you predict it's not the usual kind of pale ale or, or anything like that it's 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 something that you can kind of do different things with mm. yeah yeah and yeah that, for and sure. that's, and, yeah and that's 
that's one of the reasons why we we're enjoying these new beers, like doing different styles of beer so much, is because you really kind of, you have to keep kind of re re reimagining your your kind of limitations when it comes to what a beer is, um, mm. and and you know people have got a lot of different opinions about beer and and what it should look like and how it should taste and all the rest of it. But the more that we do different beers, the more you think oh, actually, do you know what? It's still beer, but it's it's different to what you might expect. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like yeah, saying, like it's, you wouldn't, it's you wouldn't be reaching for the gherkins normally when you're having a pint, but no, well, well maybe to snack on at the same time, not necessarily well, chuck them in the pint as well. Exactly. <laughs> well, you you try it and then and then let me know what you think. I'll have to, I'll have to get another can now. <laughs> so it's just a great tactic, that in it, buy more beer. Yeah, yeah. buy more beer, buy more gherkins. Done. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I suppose like you say, it's that it's the challenge in the the stereotype and the norm of people's conceptions of what they are, like you say, for a lot of people down, I suppose down in Cornwall as well, more to the point of people who drink more traditional beers to actually make beers like that, I suppose it's, um, you know, it's it's about that and that's what craft beer is, isn't it really, I suppose? Yeah, very much so. I mean, Cornwall is incredibly kind of traditional when it comes to uh, kind of the beer. I mean, but that's but that's not... That's not because of the breweries. There's loads of breweries in Cornwall. Mm. I, I, I think brewery has, sorry, Cornwall has more breweries per capita than any other county. I think I think I've heard before. But the thing is, in Cornwall, there's there's not a massive amount of free trade. Yeah. So you don't always see the breweries that are there uh, because you know a lot of the pubs are kind of owned by St Austell Brewery or they're kind of you know star pubs or punch taverns. So a lot of the time, you have to kind of go off the beaten track to kind of discover discover the beers. Yeah, yeah. Kind of being brewed locally, but, yeah, that, but that kind of plays into our hand because you know, if, if someone is coming down and they're looking for something slightly different, uh, mm. we we can offer that. Whereas a lot of the big breweries, they're, they're, they're too scared to experiment. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You know, the no no disrespect to any of them really, but obviously they're putting out you know bigger beers that are consistent that they know yeah uh, of course are less experimental it, it, and less risk risky aren't they it's what with the beers they're making are great but but they're not they're not really experimenting as much as they could do mm. um whereas whereas we we can yeah yeah because, yeah. yeah 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 and that's and that's you know testament to you guys and i suppose your your limit is only is only your creativity, I suppose, isn't it? Really, when you can you can afford or you can allow that on a on a smaller batch kit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Right. So we'll uh, we'll we'll take a short break there. We'll um, we'll have a cool. quick break. Um, grab a grab a refresh of a new drink, and then we'll uh, we'll come back and we'll, we'll carry good. on from there. Right, so welcome back. Welcome to part two. We'll uh, we'll jump back into so, some more questions and a bit more about the brewery. But I forgot to ask, guys. So I might as well ask now. Uh, what are we drinking today, anyway? What are you drinking, George? No, George is gone. <laughs> so what you what are you drinking, Simon? Drinking on my own now. <laughs> so I, I um I just found I just found a, a can of Sundowner two um in my fridge, which is one of our beers that we canned in October last year. Um, right, okay. We've been having a bit of a clear out of work, and we've we've been doing a bit of kind of let's check how good these beers still are. Mm. Um, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's good news. Yeah, um, yeah. Not that we've got any left still. We've just launched the latest one. So this is mm. the, the precursor to Sundowner 3. But um but we did we do have it on our website in mini keg. So if you want nine pints of a double dry hopped New England IPA at six point eight percent, then get to our website before they're all gone. You've got to be mad. Yeah, but just imagine <laughs> it'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? it like would be, yeah. we've got at the moment sitting in your garden. That's not... I mean, You'd have a That's great a, time. Yeah, I think it's a two-man job, though. Yeah, I think you need backup. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that that would be a great afternoon. If you can't go to the pub, I reckon that's probably quite close to what I'd like to do. <laughs> <laughs> the next best thing. I reckon, yeah. It's what yeah. I do every weekend. Anyway. Well, yeah, I suppose that's the that's the perks of working in a brewery, though. I suppose, isn't it? You can pretty much get next to it on is. a bit of beer, I suppose. 
It is, but I don't really like drinking pasto beer. Not just the, the, it, it's more beer that I've brewed. Yeah, I'd much, I'd much prefer to drink something I haven't had. Yeah. So you know, it's, you know, it is good working in a brewery because you know you do get beer and stuff like that. But I want to drink. I want to drink what everyone else is making. Yeah, <laughs> do, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. Do you find that if you're drinking something that you've brewed as well, you, you kind of, you don't enjoy it as much because you've been overly critical of it as well, do you find? or I'm never happy with, I'm never fully happy. Yeah, you're always, we always like, yeah, uh, it's not quite perfect. But I'm like, it's really good. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever, well, you know, I, I don't want to ever do a perfect beer because I think if you, if you can say that, oh, this beer is perfect, then, you know, give up now because you're, you're never going to get any better. Mm. Um, so I do like to be fairly critical of, of the beers. Um, obviously not openly, I'm not going to go around shouting, oh, this is shit. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I, I think, I think there's always, in my opinion, there's always room for improvement. And I think as long as that's mm. the case, I'm, yeah. I'm, I hope that the, the beers will continue to get better and better. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And, you know, yeah. No, and I think, I think. Yeah, and I think with obviously, like you say, the the number of ingredients and the things that you can tweak and change and add different ingredients at different stages, you, you, the kind of the the variation and the possibility and in 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 turn, I suppose, the quality and and attention to detail can just be infinite and never ending, can't it? Yeah, of course, and and you know, as I was saying before, you know, having the, the way we've previously done it is kind of build the recipe and dive in with with twenty hectoliters, you know, two two thousand liters, so. Mm. It's, I think, it's it's going to be very beneficial being able to kind of try these out, try these little tweaks out on a smaller scale before we scale it up. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah. So I think that that will have a massive benefit to to to, to well, make, make make my life easier, definitely. Yeah, I think it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it gives us a little bit more control. But I mean, the good the the great thing about brewing, and like you said, there are so many variables. Um, you could always change something. There's always something you could say, well, maybe we should try a different yeast. Maybe the water chemistry is not quite right. Mm. You know, maybe we need to adjust the hop, the hop ratio. Um, which, yeah, I think, I think George is always critical because he's always looking to see how we can improve. And the best thing about yeah. um, brewing all these different beers over the last kind of two to three years is that, is that we, we've all learned so much. And obviously George has, has been on doing the brewing, so he's learned even more, but, you know, we've all learned a huge amount about about brewing and about different beers and and you know packaging techniques and all the rest of it. So it's massively beneficial uh, for us as a brewery to to be kind of on this kind of developmental journey. And the fact that all the beers are good and getting a good reception is even better. So it'd be nice yeah, to kind yeah. of hunt some of those techniques on the smaller kit. Mm. Yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. And yeah, and from from that and then Simon, from from your point of view, in terms of what what you brew and when, then from from your perspective, then do you kind of just let George kind of create his own schedule, or is there a certain element of you guys need to kind of steer it in a certain direction, or are you just kind of let him crack on and and trust him to to brew what he wants and and know he's going to do a good job? I mean, the way we've done it uh, over the past couple of years is that we've got kind of our core range of beers. So beers like mm. Pocket Rocket, our Pilsner, um, we do it. We do a stout called the Smoke. We do obviously mm-hmm. in the bottles, we do stuff like an IPA and and a, and a Cornish uh, copper bitter called Windjammer and a Pale Ale and those kind of beers. And th- those are the ones that obviously they're core range. You know, we need to make sure that when people want to buy them, you know, they're available. Um, and then on top of that, we've had the 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 kind of the craft can range, if you want to call it that. Um, mm. which is where we've had the kind of free reign for George to be creative and look at different recipe ideas and different hops and, and different ingredients and and really kind of go to town. So it's kind of balancing those two, really. So we're keeping it fresh and exciting, but also satisfying people who have got favourite beers they've been drinking for, you know, ever since the company was created back in sort of 2013. Because um, mm. we've, got, we've got fans of, you know, our bottle-conditioned beers who, who have been here year in year out for the last seven years and the last thing we want to do is no, mate, right. not keep those Marshall. people is that your partial box down there or no mate it's a bin, it's a bin it? yeah cheers mate sorry I've had a parcel turn up guys <laughs> and I think it's beer apparently you have 
Well, yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is this is a first. So um, definitely sounding. <laughs> are we having definitely a, sounding are we, like Cornwall there. Do we, do we open it? Yeah, we're going to say should we have a should we have a live opening on air? So we'll, we'll find out what George just had delivered. Can you make it sound Let good? Me, I can I can try. Let me open. Okay, here we go. This was uh, unexpected. Right. This is, the, this is the beauty of recording live and not really being able say. to edit it live. It just <laughs> it kind of a spicy turn here. Yeah. Right. Well, the best up it's beer. I was gonna say oh. it's like carpet cleaning or something. This is gonna be awful. <laughs> it's very well wrapped. Ho ho ho! Is it beer? It is beer. It's beer. Of course it's beer. What else will I order? I have no idea what it... you order. <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> so, this is beer uh, from the lovely Charlie Ailing, who has sorted me out with some cans. Oh, fantastic. We've got uh, the North Triple IPA with Triple Hops. Wonderful. We've got a can of that, and we've got a can of Finback. Awesome. Oh, jeez, this is this is good. Anyway, I'm gonna get them in the show, then we can continue. Sorry about that. That's okay. This <laughs> is a, it's it's a continual show of firsts. I think that's the third the third exactly. first we've had. What else can we do? Yeah. <laughs> Very well wrapped as well. Lovely. Yeah. So I think we it's the probably the first brewery episode or brewery special where we actually talk about other people's beers as well. So you know. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. So well, there we know. go. So thank, no, no, thanks to no thanks to Charlie Ellie for sending them. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Shout out, Craft Can Gang. Don't we? There don't we go. have a collab in the pipe right then, George? We do. Um, we have uh, a beer coming up with the Craft Can Gang. Um, it's going to be a dipper. Um, we're talking over recipes at the moment. Um, but we're going to start trialing batches within the next couple of weeks. As soon as that kit set up, we're going to start, you know, playing around with the recipe. So that should be coming out fairly soon. Look out for those beers. They're going to be good. Mm. I'm going to say they'll fly off, I imagine, if there's, you know, so. if on the smaller kit and they're a dipper, you know, as soon as, as soon as you mentioned dipper, I think people start sniffing around it, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be many. <laughs> I think dipper for a little while. So, uh, so yeah. We haven't done a dipper in, in, in quite a while. No. So, yeah. so is, the, is the dipper the leading to the, to the tipper then? That is a good question. I was hoping someone would ask that. Maybe. I would love to brew a tipper. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to. Um, I'm glad we're having this conversation live as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah just so everyone knows, I haven't spoken to someone about this, but you heard it. You heard it on here. We're going to be doing a tipper. This is the first. I've had, I've had two days and I'm in the sun, and yeah, this is it. We're doing a tipper. Fantastic. Fantastic. So um, again, sounds... it's another first. So let's just keep another going. First. Let's just keep going with it. <laughs> the first beer launch live. <laughs> the beer announcement. Cool. Anyway, I'm I'm getting off track. Steer me back in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll try and stay somewhat back in then, George, until uh, you know you might get another delivery or something turn up. So um, <laughs> the um, the this the small kit then. Obviously, you're doing the the collab with with Charlie and Craft Can Gang. Is anything yeah. like that planned at the moment? Is that kind of the in- intended direction that you're wanting to go down with a couple more collabs with with that little kit then? Or yeah, so the little the little I mean for for, for the final batch we're going to be doing it on the big kit, but right. we're going to be you know tweaking the recipe until we get it just right on the small kit. Um, mm-hmm. And we might we might release some of the cans from the small batches um, for the kind of general public. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, it's. Yeah, as I said, it's more about nailing it before we before we scale it up. There's definitely going to be a kind of regular small release from the little kit um, mm. in the uh, in, in the near future. But we've we, we've we've got the Craft Can Gang in in line. We've got uh, Bulletproof Brewery. Have you guys have heard of them? Yeah, yeah. Make some fantastic lager. Mm. So speaking to them today about what we're going to do, and again, it's going to probably going to be on a small kit to begin with, um, and pipeline as well. We are hoping to do something with pipeline. Mm. So, three big things to be looking forward to. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, lots of lots of collabs, but also we've got ideas about you know digging up some of our older recipes um, that we used to do maybe three or four years ago, five or six years ago even, and mm. and just kind of bringing them back, but in a in a small kind of limited edition batch. So 
That'd be cool. Looking through the old brew sheets and maybe making a few adjustments. And well, that's that's kind of how our new on our two newest releases. Well, our one newest release kind of happened. The the Sundowner three. We were literally digging through old brew record, you know, kind of brew sheets, and looking at the Sundowner, which was the strongest beer we did for a long time. Um, so you know that was kind of looking through. Go on, let's let's rebrew it, let's tweak it a little bit. Um, and I think that's probably going to be a fairly regular release now, Sundowner of some of some sorts. And mm. that's yeah, that's just from going through the old brews. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose that allows you, like you say, the, from the creativity element, but it allows you to sort of do so many different things from that kit, doesn't it? You know, in terms of sort of heritage brews or unique or different brews, you know, it learns, kind of opens up a lot of opportunities and possibilities, really, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm 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 super excited, as you can probably tell, to uh, <laughs> be able to just play around and not have to worry because you know uh, sometimes when you when you're building a recipe. And you think, God, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's on the big kit. You've got you've got to kind of rein yourself in at times because you think, you know, what if that doesn't work? Mm. And we've got twenty hectolitres of beer going down the drain. So, yeah. you know, with the, with the little kit, I, I think we're definitely going to be a little bit more. I don't want to say extreme because that sounds like I'm doing something I shouldn't be, but you know, <laughs> a little bit more uh, experimental. Yeah, exactly. You can be more confident, can't you? That. You know, let's try this. Let's see what happens to a certain extent um, without yeah. worrying about 2,000 litres of beer I can't sell, which obviously the brewery is like your absolute nightmare. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and nobody wants to see I, good beer go down the drain. So no. that's like worst case. Yeah, I, um, exactly. It's never happened, and I'm sure it won't. But, but the joy of the small kit is being able to not just go, right, this beer is good, but being able to say, I've done a couple of a couple of batches. And, I know, you know this works. This is going to be exceptional, um, which obviously is what we're what we're kind of aiming for. So, and good. also I mean, with small kit, I can with, with the small kit, I can brew a load more goes, and that gives me yeah. loads more excuses to just go swimming when I'm being paid. Yeah. So, <laughs> one of one and of the first is, one of the one of the one of the brews will be at goes. Yes, seaweed. See you later. <laughs> yeah, cheers. I'm going to the beach and I'm gonna drink Tim. Oh, he's, he's getting seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't you go yesterday? Yeah, yeah I before. thought you just what how much seaweed do you need? <laughs> yeah. So every every girls that you brew from now on will just have seaweed in it. Then it's yeah. If it's a bad it's day outside, it's like, are you off to get no, I'm not off to get yeah. seaweed today. No, no, no. No goes. Goes are off. Gonna be brewing in car scale. End of the day jobs. Drive to Travon and pick a load of seaweed <laughs> just before you just before you finish. <laughs> yeah, you have to get a winter wetsuit if you're going to go down that stair. I think when it uh, goes out of season, I've got a four three and I've got I've got some boots and, and bits and bobs, so that should should suffice. Oh, there you go, perfect, all sorted. Um, I'm excited by the pipeline collab, by the way. I know you probably won't know much about it, but I know they're putting some decent stuff out at the minute. And so, did yeah. you did you know did you know Johnny beforehand then, or do you just kind of get talking to each other? Or, um, so we we kind of got talking, um. Uh, a, a good friend of mine, Will. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, British beard. Yeah, so he's yeah, yep. he's kind of he's he's very close with Pipeline. So, um, yeah, just just got in touch with Johnny, and you know, super nice, great beers. And I just thought, you know, why not? Mm. Um, so, so yeah, you know, looking forward to that as well. Um, if there's anything like the beers he's putting out at the moment, it's going to be bloody good. So, mm. yeah, yeah, for sure, is. Is uh, is definitely nailing it, isn't it, for for what he's putting oh, out there? Completely, yeah, hundred percent, smashing every single one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, time and then, from from your point of view, obviously, in light of the COVID nineteen situation, and you know, in sort of a, I imagine a bit of a more ideal world, blue sky thinking. Then, in terms of Padstow, where where you see it going, where you want to go from here, then where where were you heading or are you still headed in the same direction or have you kind of altered where you want to go in the next sort of year to 18 months or so? Um, I wouldn't say we've, we haven't changed direction. It's just a delay. <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, you're kind of obviously a any, like any business. You're in, yeah, a chicane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a hairpin bend. See how far we can take this. A water jump. Um, no, but... You know, it's you're kind of heading along, aren't you? And, and you know, I was thinking about this earlier. It's like the last kind of two, three years. If somebody had said to me, "What do you think is going to happen in the next like two to three months?" 
you'd always say, oh, do you know, summer's coming, we'll do this, or winter's coming, and we'll do this. You know, what beers are you bringing out? Oh, we got these coming. We're producing these beers. You know, this is the plan. And and the last kind of few weeks, you're kind of going, so what's going on in the next couple of months? And you're like, hmm. I don't no know. idea. It's like, it's like <laughs> a little more than like, you look more than two or three weeks ahead and it's a bit of a blank because you just you don't know what the government are going to say you know, what businesses are going to be able to reopen are people going to be able to travel you know so mm. it's a bit of a it's a bit of a challenge um yeah. but we're, we're like you know we're, we're very lucky um as a brewery because we have you know an online shop and we can ship beer all around the country and we're massively fortunate mm. And, and kind of regular customers have come out and and been supporting us for the last couple of months and you know buying beer online and getting it shipped and um so we're we're you know hugely fortunate and grateful to, to all of everybody who's who's bought beer of us um as for where we're going i mean we're still going in the same the same direction the plan at the start of the year was to open another bar in padstow um to, to supplement the existing one mm-hmm with more emphasis on kind of drinking and loads of different beers and lots of kegs and stuff. And we're still looking to do that as soon as we can, as soon as it's kind of safe and, and sensible to do it. Mm. And the next plan is obviously to, to potentially expand the brewery. Now, obviously at the moment, excuse, that's not, not, not necessary, but, but as soon as, as soon as things pick up again, that's what we want to do. Um, it's all about having the right kit to make the best beers that we can make. Um, and at the moment, I think that's going to be on the on the pilot kit, but hopefully yeah. in kind of six months to twelve months, it will be on the big kit. And hopefully, a few months after that, we'll be back where we were at the start of this year, going. We need to expand and we need to move to to a bigger site. So, mm. so yeah. you know, the plan, the plan and the vision hasn't changed. There's just been a kind of un, delay. Um, Speed yeah. bump in where we're going, <laughs> but like I said, I mean, in some ways, it's been fantastic because. A, we've seen the kind of level of, of, of support that we've got. Um, and we've had loads of great interactions with people kind of emailing in going, oh, I got, um, you know, got my beers, fantastic, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, so in some ways, it's kind of reconnecting us with, with the people who are buying and enjoying our beers, um, you know, in their houses and in the kind of period of, you know, a lot of people is very difficult. It's nice to have been a part of hopefully... The good bits, um, which gives us. I'll, a tell, lot you, I'll tell you one. So, so, sorry, uh, I'll tell you one other good thing about the kind of the current situation is that we've had time to kind of reevaluate everything and how we do it. Yeah. Because you know, previously, we, just before the lockdown, obviously, and obviously last year, you know, we, we were absolutely rammed. You, you come in, you have a cup of tea, and then you smash it out for you know 10 12 hours and then you have a cup of tea and go home um mm. so you never have any time to stop and think and you say is there a way we could do this more efficiently is there a way we could you know you, you know generally improve the process and, and things like that and, and this has kind of forced that opportunity upon us so you know things like rearranging things changing the, changing the way we do things adding, adding process controls things like that it's um it all sounds pretty boring, but but you know, in in the long run, you kind of think, why the hell didn't we do this earlier? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I suppose it allows you to kind of take stock of what what you need to do, like you say, what you do better, what can you change, and you know, ultimately the end result will be that the beer and the brewery improve. You know, yeah, you know, tenfold you, or ever long easily, isn't it? Exactly. You you just get a kind of a step back look. Because when you know, I'm sure anyone who yeah anyone who has a kind of busy, frantic kind of job, they 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 know that you just get so sucked in. You never have time to sit back and say, "Is there a better way we can do this?" So mm. you know, it is having that point of view that previously we we simply don't have. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, and you know, like say to 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 better your process and your kind of experience and knowledge and and the the end result of the beer being better at the end of it is you know what Ex- everyone exactly. wants and oh yeah I, I mean you know like this 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 nano kit this you know, without the lockdown this it, it, it may not have happened we may not we may not have got a a, a, a nano kit you know we would have probably just carried on as we were mm. so it's there's all sorts of good things that will come from this yeah, yeah. um 
it's definitely one of those it's one of those times that um you know i think we'll probably look back at and hopefully be able to take away take away some positives from um and we're quite lucky that we're in that situation so yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been very strange. That's yeah. um that's for it's, sure. But, yeah, it, it it's know, what, because... what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So we're kind of at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure it is it's weird because you know, then you know, for for all that people have kind of you know, people are, are losing jobs and businesses and people have been on furlough and you know, out of out of pocket in terms of, you know, the eighty percent of the wage, etc. But from from me it's been it's been staggering and mind blowing how much how much beer there actually has been about and readily available and then since delivered to your door as there is at the moment, you know, there's, there's probably more beer flying around now than that there ever has been. And I think that trend will probably stay for quite a long time after this is, after this is all settled down. Yeah. I kind of suspect that there might be a, yeah. a, a good summer of, you know, people having barbecues and having their mates around to the house and stuff mm. to the pub and those kind of things. And that's where, you know things like getting yeah. mini kegs and, and those kind of bits um i think potentially could could you know be a really big thing this summer um but yeah and this and this also i think i think it's forced people to look a little bit further afield you yeah know, i think it's it's if if for instance like if i didn't buy beer online and things like that and i only drank in my local pubs where i am now i would probably just drink tribute or doomball really you know like mm. and i'm sure that's the case for a lot of people around the country you know the lockdown you're being paid to kind of do nothing and to stay in but you still want to get pissed so you buy beer online and you know instead of instead of going down to the supermarket you're trying to avoid it you buy it from a, a brewery direct or things like that and i think loads of people are kind of discovering new breweries you know close and kind of further afield and, and and getting into beer. I think I think more people will come out of this lockdown into beer than went into it personally. I think a mm. lot of people will will get into craft beer because of being paid to kind of sit in your garden in the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, as like I say, as, as bad as the whole situation is if that kind of makes the, the industry and the kind of the craft beer seem better for, for the end result then. then exactly. That's the, I think it'd be will. a good thing, can't it? I think it will. I think I think I think it will, you know. I think it will. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. Right, we'll um we'll we'll wrap that segment up there, then we'll we'll come back for a couple more bits and then we'll we'll wrap it up because I think we'll we'll have a we'll be going for about an hour there. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll wrap this section up, we'll come back to finish off and then we'll uh, we'll end it there. The world's smallest bladder. Yeah. Hey. Well, uh, I learned. I learned from watching the uh, the virtual pub club that I knew inevitably you were probably going to. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm amazed point. he's lasted this long. <laughs> I don't. It's, it's a real curse. Like, it is a real problem. If you know, do you, remember, do you remember that trip to Burton, George? We did. Oh, I, yeah. I'll tell you yeah. a little. I'll tell you a little secret, funny story. So we um, I'm 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 in case you haven't heard. I'm actually from Burton. I talk about it a hell of a lot. But obviously, Burton's a famous brewing town. Um. And I said to the, you know, to, to the owners, Des and Karen, let's do a, an educational trip up to Burton because you know it's the home of the home of kind of British brewing, the kind of birthplace of of IPA, Bass, you know, all, all, all those big mm. names. So we went up and we did. Well, we got there kind of. Me, me and Simon went up with the van and we got there. I don't know, kind of about four o'clock, wasn't it? Probably something like that. Um. Yeah, earlyish. Yeah. yeah. And we so we we parked at, at my my home, family home, and then we walked straight to the pub, and we just started chugging bass, um, and the other guys from the uh, from the brewery were coming down a little bit later, so me and Simon had about kind of four maybe five hours on them, something like that, isn't it? Um, we were well ahead. <laughs> we, we, were, we were on the home straight. <laughs> the yeah. so, so we went round a few pubs in Burton, and then we went to a couple of micro pubs. And we ended up in the Cooper's Tavern, I think, when all the kind of other staff arrived. Um, and me and me and Simon were well and truly, well and truly gone by then. Um, and then we went for a curry, and a few things happened that I won't talk about. Um, uh, but in the morning, 
we had our educational part kind of uh, booked in. So the first thing we did was we went to Molson Coors to see the biggest brewery in the UK. Mm-hmm. You know, say what you want about Coors, say what you want about Carling and all that stuff, but the, the scale will blow your mind. So yeah. in the morning, I woke up. You know when you wake up and you're still like, you, you're just so pissed still that you don't... <laughs> you know, still, I was still really drunk. I didn't really realize how drunk I was so I just thought I tell you what I don't feel too bad I'll just have like three or four pints of water and then mm. breakfast so I, I, I probably had about five pints of water and a couple of cup of teas uh, and then I had a big old breakfast and we went down to the Molson Coors Brewery and we started this tour going through the packaging it's very big isn't it it's huge it, it, it's about half the town centre you don't realise I mean, that, it's that bottling yeah, the bottling line was. It's. Yeah. It, you it, just it's, couldn't imagine how big it was. Is insane. So we would walk yeah. around this place for a while, and I was thinking, "Oh God, shit! I've drank too much water. You know, <laughs> I think, <laughs> think I need a wee." So, um, I'm kind of holding it in for for a little bit, and it's not too bad. And then we get up to the brew house area, which is on like the know, the tenth floor or something. So, we climb the stairs and we get into the brew house and we wander around and um. The the lovely tour guide is, is is describing the tanks and you know what's going on, and at this point I'm starting to kind of be in pain, be in physical pain. Mm. Um, so I say to, say to the tour guide, look, you know, I have to, I have to go to the toilet. I have to go for a wee, or else I'm gonna I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna wee myself. And she was like, okay, can you wait five minutes? So I wait five minutes, and it gets progressively worse, and we get to a point when I say, right, I'm gonna go find a toilet because I can't. You can't physically hold it anymore. And, and Molson Coors are kind of quite secretive about letting people into the brewery. You have to kind of book a tour with, with the National Brewery Centre or with Molson Coors directly. You're not allowed mm. to just wander in, you know, because yeah. it's because of the big breweries, you know, there's lots of stuff going on. So I uh, kind of run off into the yard. The poor tour guard's kind of chasing me, saying, oh, my God, what the hell is he going to do? <laughs> and I just find this little, this little area of trees in the middle of the yard. And that was it. <laughs> that, that was my toilet. <laughs> and about I tell you what, the, only, the only thing to add was the fact that obviously due to the kind of requirements, we were all wearing high vis jackets. High vis jackets, <laughs> like glasses, the whole shebang. <laughs> and I'm, I'm running into this area of uh, shrubbery, going for a, <laughs> going for a on a brewery tour. And then about thirty seconds after I've done, two like senior members of management stomp past. <laughs> Wondering what the hell is he doing in there? <laughs> yeah. And and you're never allowed to Molson cars ever again. No, we're, we're never going back, especially not now. <laughs> never going back. But I think at court, no. is, I mean that's that's pretty extreme. We didn't get in court. We all stood there laughing. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but you all know me. I didn't get caught by someone I didn't know. So that's that's true. We do all know you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although you pretended not to know him at the time. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. Who's this? Hard guy? To look, yeah. Who's that guy? Okay. <laughs> Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> and since then, no pad still field trips have ever happened again. No, we haven't. Well, we yet, we've been we've been planning some, but they've just not quite, you know, taken place. Don't know why. Mm. But don't know why. If, if we ever hire a new brewer, part of the induction process, if you like, introduction process is a trip to Burton. I think. <laughs> And, I mean, and every, the, every beer lover, every beer lover should go to Burton and they should it's, go it's, to the uh, the Heritage Museum because yeah. the amount of information about beer in that building and the, the mean, history of spend, it, you could spend like days in there. Mm. You know, yeah. it's it, you, it's you, very you, you you learn so much, yeah. um, and it it it, it increases your appreciation of you know a good pint or a good beer to to understand the kind of hundreds of years of history behind it. So, mm. yeah, top tip: go to Burn on Trent when you can, obviously safely, two yeah. distance and that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go to the, the the Heritage Brewing Museum. Um, yeah, give it a few months maybe, but yeah, definitely do that because yeah, it'll make you it'll make you appreciate all styles a bit more. I don't, yeah, I think even even if you're not into traditional beer, I think it will yeah. give you an appreciation of you know what it used to be like, you know, the kind of the, the, the change in history, the importance of British brewing on a kind of world stage. Mm. It's it's definitely worth a trip for any kind of beer lover, whether it's craft or, you know, what. It's it, it, it's a, 
it's a very kind of impressive town, really. Not if you went yeah. there now. Not unless you went to the bre- the brewery centre. You wouldn't realise it, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I suppose, like you say, what you were saying there, George, beforehand, is that I suppose it's more the the scale of it that kind of puts it into perspective, really, isn't it? And how they just... Because I imagine it's pretty much a 24-7 operation there, isn't it? Yeah, it's constant. But it's... but it, Yeah, it's, it's you know... You park over the centre of town and there's, there's, there's like, ferment, fermentation tanks. They're like skyscrapers. Mm. It, it, it's, it's just... It's, the scale is unbelievable. But, you know, it, it's not just that. It's the history. It's, it's yeah, Some yeah. of the pubs up there are just so unique. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think you've kind of got to take the, I suppose, the the stigma out of it, really, haven't you, in terms of, like you of say, course. from the, like you say, Molson Cars and Carlin and everything, you know, yeah, it's not what we're into, in essence, but like you say, that is, in essence, that is the town, isn't it? That's the history of the town and the area. Well, yeah, it's, and you know, it's, it's, it's not just about the big stuff, it's about, you know, I know a lot of people aren't massive fans of Marston's, but the, at, at the brewery, there's an 18th century brew house, which is still intact. You can mm. you can look in tanks that they were brewing in two hundred years ago. You know it's yeah. it's it, it is very very interesting to kind of see that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and and that heritage and that history, you know, it's it's very valuable, and you know, like you say, a lot of knowledge and experience, and I suppose it's sort of quite humbling as well. I suppose in terms of seeing it where it where it was to where it is now, and like you say, I suppose from yeah. those that have got that age behind them. Even and them it, to kind of dig into the records and and see the the brewing methods and techniques exactly. and recipes will be it'll be great. It, yeah, if if anyone's listening listen to this and thinking about yeah, let's, let's let's go for a day trip or something. If you get in touch with the National Brewery Centre um, and ask to see the archives, you can see some of the brewery archives from you know Basses people like that. And these are these are you know old brew sheets and things like that of mm. you know, the original what we now call IPAs. Yeah, so it's. You know, if if you're interested in in the history of the the style, I know obviously IPA is probably the one of the, the most prominent styles in 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 craft beer. You you just have to go and see the archives because this is where that whole movement, the whole style, was born. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I suppose in in many ways it was kind of England was the brewing capital of the world for a lot of years, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah exactly. And you look at some of the pictures of Burton, you know back in the day as you were and the the piles of you know barrels oh my god it's insane the the, the scale (laughs) of production is just phenomenal you know it's it's, i don't think we'll ever see anything more beer was made then than is made now you know in Mm. and that's that's what boggles the mind is that you know some of the (laughs) stuff people were drinking more beer then than they are now which is with way less people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot more thirsty about that. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah, I think if you if you, if you love beer, you should you need to go there. Yeah. Um, like you say, social the, the day of social distancing and, and whenever yeah. whenever they open again, yeah. that's the next I, thing, I, isn't I, it? I suppose well, so reasonable time, but you know. And then you can sit back and enjoy your your New England IPAs and, and all the more modern styles with a thorough understanding of where they all came from. Um, yeah, 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 which is for sure. On Trent, actually. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So we we'll we'll kind of just couple, touch up a couple of the points, then we'll we'll look to wrap it up then. But but Simon, kind of with that in mind, then is there sort of looking sort of talk about styles and and history and things like that? Is there any particular beer that you'd like to see from Padstow that's brought back, or any sort of beer that hasn't been done that you'd like to see kind of brought to life? In, on the on the I mean, new kit, or apart from a tipper, um... apart from a tipper, but that would <laughs> be George, that would be George's answer. So you know, <laughs> unless your answer's the same, then you know. I don't know. I mean, we did, and actually, what we might do this summer um, in October, we went over to France for a beer festival in Metz, and we did a mm. a beer with with Bon Poison, which is a, a brewery out there, and it was like a an old school kind of IPA, you know. So kind of going back to those kind of roots of IPA. Mm. So what we might we might well do, um, and obviously we never brewed it over here, so we might well do that on the small kit this summer. Yeah, because that was a fantastic beer. I mean, yeah. So that would be cool. I mean, you know, we as a brewer, we're kind of we've got like a split personality. Like we love doing all the modern styles, but we also love the traditional, you know, pints. Um, you know, a really good pint of bitter in a pub. So. Mm. 
so yeah i can see us doing a lot of you know a tipper the craft hang gang dipper i can see us doing another gosa you know we might mm. do something else with coffee because the coffee stout we did recently has had a great reception you know we love that beer so those are all the kind of the more experimental i guess and we you know we will probably look at some styles of stuff that we haven't done yet but also i yeah. can see us going through our archives you know and, and trying to brew some some beers that will also keep the kind of some of our other fans happy who you know the kind of people who buy our ipas and and, and those kind of beers the more traditional stuff so, yeah i mean that's what we want that's what we like to do is is to be as kind of broad as, as we can um so yeah i can see that being the kind of path that we're gonna take this summer lots yeah, of yeah. Different beers, lots of good different beers keep ourselves growing keep ourselves learning brew some new recipes but bring back some old ones as well mm. yeah good to keep your options open i think so and, and that's what we like to do i mean you know it's a challenge for any breweries to keep different beers in stock and it's a challenge to brew different styles and i think it proves as a brewery that you're able to to kind of able to brew those different styles um shows your kind of ability uh, and that's what we want to keep doing and obviously you know, the scale might be slightly different to what we imagined, but that doesn't mean the variety won't be there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. So, George, excluding the tipper then, <laughs> so, look, same question to you. Is there anything excluding the tipper that you'd, you'd like to do from the archives or something that's not been done before? Um, I'd really like to look good at doing... What? I'm not going to say a tipper. But <laughs> to do... a quad is going to yeah. be good. <laughs> a quipper. <laughs> no, I would love to do a big, big barley wine. Like right. something around, I don't know, 16%. Crazy. Mm. Crazy. And, you know, like get, get a lot of depth and colour from like a really long, you know, day and a half boil. Like, you know, like, like, like brewers used to do. They used to do like two day long boils. Mm. You know, get all these lovely caramel flavors and stuff like that. Something like that. Put it in a big bottle, cork it, and then forget about it for a few years. That's kind of what I want to do. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in the kind of aging, the kind of maturation of beer and how it changes over time. So that, that that's probably, apart from obviously the, uh, the tipper, tipper, that's probably... So. <laughs> <laughs> tipper first, then... then yeah, tipper. Exactly. I tell you what else we might do. Cool. We, might, we, cool. might brew, we might brew some lager and and age that. Um, lager it? That a little, yeah, well, but really, really age it. Not like a few months, but we did that... A couple of years. Really well. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. Actually. That's another... That's, that, that was really good. Um, I to be honest, every time we come up with a beer, it's kind of like on a Friday. I mean, like, oh, thank God, this week is over. We're just so bloody knackered. We're all kind of having a beer. And then we say, right, next week, let's do this. Yeah. And then that, that's where it's born from. So whatever mm. I tell you now, I'll probably change my mind by... Uh, Changed, yeah, by, by tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> apart, from, apart from the tipper, obviously. Apart from the tipper. Yeah, yeah. That, that'll never go away. That's never going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First year. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I look forward to it, and, you know, a tipper can only be a good thing. That's all I say. Briefly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Right, well, I think that kind of kind of brings everything to an end nicely um so i think we'll we'll leave it there but thank you thank you both for for joining it's been a, a good chat and a, a good chat of and a good it'll be a good show of many many firsts you know from yes. george's, george's <laughs> parcel delivery to Pad, and an inside <laughs> scoop of what's happening in, in the world of padster so so thank you um thank you both for joining it's it's been great it's good, good insight so um needless to say you'll probably get um You'll probably get a, a slot on prime time next. What are you two? I think so. Padstow TV. Padstow TV. Can you imagine you it? <laughs> have your, you can have your own YouTube YouTube channel and series. I think. I think so. It'll yeah. be yeah. carnage. Moving on. Watch this Padstow TV coming out. Yeah, yeah. Another yeah. first. Yeah, we'll do that next week. Yeah, yeah. Another, yeah, another first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> great. So, um, thank you, guys. It's it's been great. So, um, so in terms of Padstow's 
kind of you know the the brewery in terms of the happenings the ins and outs of things it's kind of instagram facebook everything like that across socials it's just pretty much padstow padstow brewing company i believe isn't it yep pretty straightforward um sign up to our newsletter that'll help you'll get you'll get more information that way as well so yeah Mm. all the usual channels really yeah when when you said sign up to the newsletter i thought you were gonna leave it at that then just sign up to the newsletter Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we'll end it there. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for having us. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Short and sweet gets the message across. But yeah, but um, for for uh, for anybody who hasn't hasn't checked the guys out, you know the as you can tell they're they're a great bunch, you know, and it's a good see that the it's great to see your name getting out there, you know, in terms of for me for for somebody who's come to Cornwall for many years now, it's great to see brewers out, you know, in Cornwall coming to get the name out of Cornwall because you know, it can be it can be quite a challenge can't it so it's um, it's good to see that that's you know your name's going and your reputation's going and that you can get get your name out there and reputation hopefully it keeps going into to this year and next year and whatever you can grow into you know out, out of COVID-19 and hopefully when this is over when I next come down we can, can hopefully yeah, meet face to face and share a couple of drinks yeah and obviously the same for anyone who's listening if you're ever down coming through Cornwall stop in the brewery and, and I'm, I'm probably pissing about shooting the hose at the floor or something come say hello <laughs> always, always the keg cleaning washer. cleaning oh George, cleaning cleaning, cleaning. Oh, yeah, you'll still it. you'll still be building that keg washer when they come down next time <laughs> yeah you'll see me outside <laughs> with a, with a, with a uh, impact <laughs> trying, to, trying to build a gas <laughs> 12 months down the line yeah. you wait oh, it's, it's another episode of Padstore TV it just writes yeah. itself it yeah writes exactly itself. it's, it's the all wall. there it's all there just yeah, to be yeah. written yeah, exactly. Exactly. We need a documentary, I think. That's what it I is. I think so. Mm-hmm. Fly on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. But anyway, before, before <laughs> anyway. we get any further, but yeah, 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 moving on. But yeah, but thanks, guys. I appreciate it. So yeah, so hey, if anybody wants to, to check them out, Bit of go check them out on, on Padstow Brewing Company, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that sort of thing. Um, anyone who's following me, if you're not following me by now, it's points underscore of brew on both Instagram and Twitter. Any feedback, questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to send them to my Instagram or Twitter direct message or to my Gmail account of pointsatbrew at gmail.com. But apart from that, uh, thanks, guys. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, George. And I'll uh, hopefully speak to you again soon. Awesome. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye-bye.